Hey dolls and welcome back to another episode of the Romantically Lit Podcast featuring two undercover hopeless romantics who kiki and review different black romance novels from across the diaspora. I am Hannah. And I'm Odelia. And on this week's episode, we shine more light to the black romance novel of the 2024 season, Love Radio by Ebony Liddell. We covered the first few chapters in last week's episode, so this week we're going to be diving into chapters 7 to 12, and we cannot express how intensely good the book gets as you keep reading along. But before we discuss those spoilers, head on over to your favorite audio streaming platform and check out our first episodes on this book, as well as other equally romantic books we reviewed, such as A.E. Valdez's Three King Story series, Part 1, Snow King Catches a Snowflake, as well as Part 2, Winter's Eve, Then, Now, and Always. Or you can just continue browsing and find a little trope that you like. We reviewed a lot of books last season, so we definitely have something for you. As always, in this love shack of ours that we call our liquor podcast, we welcome all different types of love tropes. I mean, every single type. And we know we reviewed something just for you. And on that note, let's get it started. Take it back now, y'all. Cha-cha was smooth. These are my moonlight dreams. Honey dance. Honey dance. Honey dance. Moonlight dreams. Honey dance. Welcome, welcome back. As my very excited co-host stated, um, it is very cold in these parts as it is in much of Detroit where we're reading about. But this book, let me tell you, it has warmed our hearts. We both finished it quite early. Um, but we're excited to talk about it either way. So we're going to do 7 to 12. And last time we saw our very, very, very wonderful characters. They had agreed to go on a little date multiple go. days actually well multiple but she had tried to back out yeah so he had said no like let's do this it's good for your writer's block so we see danny and she's arrived at the skating rink what um roller skating rink let's not forget that man got her custom yes. led skate yes he got him okay can i just say something where are y'all getting the money for these things i'm gonna say if you like somebody a lot, you'll find a means. And I and you Prince is really good at that because he's got a lot of connections. So we'll see. But yeah, he got her uh light up they light up every time you roll. Yeah. Um, he left her a little note. I don't remember what the note said, but it was cute. It was cute. It's more like I cannot wait to see you uh, you know fall um, on your ass or something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was really sweet. And um in the same light, she's walking to the bathroom. You're right, this is important. And she she bumps into her friend Rashida. So we've heard about Rashida one two times, not from a couple times from Danielle, but also from our homeboy Malik. Malik is dating Rashida and Shart and at who the else? same time. We don't know. I'm thinking it's just Shart and Rashida. Mm-hmm. Uh, he likes Rashida, but Shart put it down. <laughs> That's the best way I can put it. And Rashida, she she's on her dean, like she's trying to, she's not on her dean, but as we learn later, like she's trying to, she's just not sure she wants to give it up to some boy who's unserious. And you know what I love about this book? All the they're seventeen years old, but they're so, like, they're they seem matured to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they just seem to gut. They have it together, in a way I don't remember having it together at seventeen, mm-hmm. but. 
Rashida bumps into Danny and she's like, hey, girl. Hi. It's so funny me and you here at the high school bathroom that we go to. You remember how you've been ignoring me for several months? You yeah. remember that? And she's like, yeah. Um, but Rashida's, again, emotional maturity level that I'm not sure I would have had at that age. She was like, I know this is not like you, girl. Something, Something happened. happened. And I know it doesn't have anything to do with me. It has nothing to do with Essie. And I'm here for when you want to talk. I, You're still my best friend. And Danny breaks down. And um, she's like, you're right, girl. And she's like, I can't do anything Saturday because I got a date. Um, but you can come through on Sunday. We can talk about the date, talk about a few other things. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. That, and I was like, you're a good person, Rashida. You, you, you're a good person. I don't know if I could have had that strength to be, you know, to be to recognize that maybe it has nothing to do with me and something to do with this person. Yeah, especially at that age where your ego is beyond listen beyond degrees but yeah rashida is rashida's a really good friend and even saying uh you know like i'll make sure i bring the superman ice cream for you which i found out is i think the superman flavored ice cream is originally from michigan detroit that's what it seemed like it's like a flea a flea a three flavored ice cream red blue and yellow it looks like what are the flavors i i don't i even go further to google because for me it reminds me of like when you go to baskin robbers and you see like candy floss ice cream yeah if i ever saw an ice cream trio of red blue and yellow to get it i wouldn't but it seems like it's specifically for detroit it's called a superman ice cream y'all like it rashida's like don't worry i'm gonna bring it for you i'm trying to find the flavors it originated in the midwestern united states particularly michigan and wisconsin it can be found at Pungo Pizza and Baskin Robbins. Can it? Maybe we've seen it before. No. I, maybe. We you know what? Check it out. We gotta check. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to list of common brand and flavor combinations. Let's see. I feel like I've seen it at Baskin. I'm assuming it tastes like rainbows <laughs> and artificial So it's giving vanilla. For what? Blue moon or blue raspberry. Okay. Banana mm. or. See, you already ruined it. <laughs> I don't I would I don't personally like those flavors, but you know, what do people from Detroit call it? Detroitans? If that's what you guys are about, then that's what you're about. I to ju- I'm judging. I um, wouldn't. <laughs> because there are some things some people don't like poutine. Then that's fair. It's kinda gross. Like when yeah. you actually sit down and think about it, it's it's actually no, I love poutine. It's such a great drunk food. It's such a great sober food. Like It's really good. My only issue with poutine, you gotta eat that quick. Yes, you, know you, can't, you can't let it, it sit. I still gotta go to Montreal and have like a real Me too. French poutine, like um but yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, so she bring, she said, I'll bring over I'll go out of my way to get it. Mm-hmm. So she's like, You a real one. You a real one. And you know what? And Miss Ebony Liddell there's so many things about this book I love. There's just so many things. But one thing I really, really love, and we get a little more of it from the girl's side than the boys, but even seeing it from the boys' side warmed my little heart, um, is your portrayal of black girlhood and black friendship, black girl friendship. Yeah. Because as a black girl myself, as I recently discovered as a black girl, um, <laughs> I love my friends. <laughs> As in, I feel like I'm at an age where my sisterhood is so important to me. And there's a love in which having a, a girl group of friends um, provide you that 
cannot really be emulated relationship uh, romantically um it can sometimes be kind of but not really like with your parents or your siblings there's just something about like female friendships in general that are just so comforting and Mm -hmm. and they're the first time I could say I feel completely fulfilled Mm. um in terms of love so I love seeing that portrayal and 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 it always starts quite young and again I I love seeing it on the boy side as well because we we always talk about like boys they don't have good friends Mm -hmm. but seeing Prince and Malik and Yasin and and Ant like those are good that's a good friend group like they care about each other so that was nice to see but yeah again that level of maturity i don't even know if i could emulate it now but so yeah so my girl is like you know what yeah we'll talk fast forward back to the skating rink her mom has dropped her off and she's waiting she's putting on her shoes and she's like why is everybody here looking like they could be an olympian on the ice rink like what is happening um dj rome is in the building and he's djing which kind of makes sense yeah why you know certain man chose this place but we're not hating it but she's nervous she's looking at her feet and her man comes over and says why are you looking at your feet and she's like because you didn't tell me we're about to be auditioning for like world's best skater when I can barely put my two feet together. Exactly. And he's like, don't worry, I got you. He does a couple spins. He's like, don't worry, I got you. Yeah. So they get out there, they're holding hands, they're chitter chattering. Um, he's like, I didn't realize you were this bad, but we move. <laughs> and then Something happens. I think one a little boy like bumps into her or something. Well, before a little boy bumps into her, there is some girl who we come to know oh. is Tr- her name is Trinity. She zooms past them. Yeah, I guess you're a pro. Look at you go, girl. Can I just say, <laughs> there's so many times where I'm like, we get it, Prince. You're cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there were a couple scenarios where I'm just like, fine. We know you're a local a local celebrity. Because why is Bear Gale always coming for you, talking to you, making eyes like you don't see I'm with her? But you know how it is. You're in high school. And oh, I'm just going to say. These people are bright. They're they're bold. I'm, I'm just going to say, like, I'm so far from, so far removed from high school that I can't remember. But I was just, at some point, I'm just like, listen, <laughs> you don't always, I always have to be there. You know what I mean? Saying hi. Hi, Prince. Hi, DJ Prince. Ooh, hi, girl. DJ Jones. Anyway. Stand um, up. This girl, she's she was dressed up in like some ne- like she was brightly colored <laughs> let's just say like she had like neon yeah. pants with the the bodysuit and everything and she zooms past them she does some couple tricks yeah she's like, you know she's showing she's up her skills off. good for you girl i guess <laughs> um and then there's this child that was struggling and then he that child was like he ran up from his mom mm. going in front of um danny danny's just like i'm losing my footing right now she falls flat on her ass uh but prince grabs her by her waist to pick her up and I know she felt something. I know she, she felt did. goosebumps pass through her body. I don't know exactly how she described it, but I think you know what it is. She did because there was a moment even before that. I'm back from my quotes, y'all, where she says, he smiles. Damn it. My first inclination is to follow him wherever he leads me. Yeah. My next is to run. And yeah. I was just like. She's so unsure about him, but so sure. I don't think she's unsure about him. I think she's afraid because of everything she's been through. And just who she is as a person, she's afraid of, like, 
the way in which she like later describes the idea of loving someone she sees it as a responsibility mm-hmm. she doesn't see it as something that you just do which mm-hmm. is like admirable but also so like restrictive but i think she's just afraid like she's because to love someone comes with so much she's right like you yeah um and she does say some stuff later on in the book but we'll get there um but yeah i just i think yeah she she my girl's fallen she's fallen she is i'm pretty sure she fell for him the moment they met in the library to be honest i think so because she was googling yep she said because she felt very bad about um his response towards her and you cared that much to like go to his house get the books girl how do you even find his house it's a small city it's not (laughs) it's not i was was like don't let let her i'm gonna let her cook um yeah and uh he picks her up from her waist. Uh, it's because I had a quote here that I forgot to mention. But yeah, he picks her up from her waist, and <laughs> she was one. She was so amazed by how easily he's able to stand her back upright. Yeah. And I think, my girl, you're lost. <laughs> you are lost in love. Um. Anyway, after he helps her get up, she's, he's just like, maybe we should take a little break. Let's go to my uncle's booth and let me introduce you to the guy. Um. And they, I believe they have an, a conversation. I think you know. Um, what's his name again? Uncle Jerome. Yeah, DJ Rome. Uncle DJ Jerome. Uh, he was he was kind of impressed. The prince got a a gal. He's he like, said, oh, oh, that's you, nephew. You okay? Now. He said, my bad, girl. Let me. You a beautiful young lady. <laughs> Yo, oh God, he might. He's an uncle. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's an uncle. He behaves typically like one. Um, and from there they go to the concession stand because after falling on your ass, I'll be hungry too. <laughs> and when they get there, my girl, this neon bodied suit girl, I don't know what her name is again. Trinity, Trinity I think she is there and surprised to see PJ with a girl. And she makes some comments that were so she's like, I didn't know that's how you roll. And she's like, What do you mean? He's like, Well, you never I mean, several girls have tried to get with you and you you know, you're just not and you know, I was even shocked you were not dealing with that girl yeah. Morgan. And he's like, "Well, that ended." He's like, "Oh, so you picked him up real quick?" Mm-hmm. And it's like, "And I did." And 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 what about it, Miss Samantha? Um, and she's just like, "Okay." Anyways, yeah, they shut like, her up and say, "You can go." She's like, "Danny's like, yeah." And we are on a date, so if you just exit stage left, that'd be great. Exactly. So we can continue our date. Do you remember the fact that she fell on her ass? Several people did. She's just like they all pointed it out. <laughs> the concession stand, even um, DJ Rome pointed it out because like, his please. ass said, "Oh, nobody saw." Everybody, Everybody saw. saw. Everybody saw. Everybody and that's saw. okay. Like they're not going to remember after that night. I would though. <laughs> <laughs> I would. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so my neon body girl Trinity leaves the place, um, and the music starts to change into a little slower jam type of thing, and they go back onto, it's not an ice rink, is it? No, no, it's a roller rink. It's a roller rink. Yeah. I don't know why in my head, I just thought, I was thinking between roller and ice, but I just know for a fact it's, it's a roller rink. It's a roller rink. I, I've come to discover that ro- uh, roller skating is a very big part of African-American yeah. culture. I remember being a huge thing in ATL, the movie yeah um but several people like it's a thing it's a thing if y'all want to tell us like what we should read to look into this like y'all love it i used to watch a lot of like shows not soul train but things along those lines when i'll see them dancing and i'd be like huh there are lots of black people doing this they must be some sort of it has to be a cultural thing we just don't know yeah what what 
what started it, how it started. But yeah. Annie Hurst. Put it on Google so we can figure <laughs> that out. Exactly. Um, and you know when he when they're dancing on the um, on the roller, the roller, the roller rink, the roller rink. Let's go to the ice rink again. <laughs> she said that. I feel like Prince and I are floating on the rink floor. Floating is such a light and whimsical word to use. I know Danny in this moment just like, I don't ever want to let go of this man. And girl, you shouldn't. You should not. Anyway, it was time for roll call. I didn't know what this was. I guess it's part of like, at some point, because you're close to the end of whatever is happening, they have like crews they and they compete with each other serious people to come out so all the serious people went on to the rink the people who are unserious danny they're like <laughs> <laughs> they said y'all need to get off okay the masters are here okay learn from this uh so they go back to uncle's booth mm-hmm. uncle jerome's booth and something cute happens so basically uncle jerome is like nephew get on the spin set he's yeah. like it's n- i'm never he's like go go and he's like dj love jones in the building hey hey like you know let me put on a little something for you guys put on some drake um that's our dance that. yeah and, and uh you know danny's just watching he's like he's in his element like and that's what i i love when people see people they love doing the things they love and yeah. it makes them fall in love deeper you know what i mean yeah. like because ambition and like purpose is attractive um so she she's just watching it and they're going back and forth the crews are going i think somebody fell and they're like that's okay that's okay it's like no booing now y'all this is a community okay okay he's trying <laughs> and uh, it was just nice. Yeah, it was I, nice i actually visualized it in my head the vibe and i'm just like prince is you know prince is talented he i see such big big things for him and if there was any way that Evan and adele can make a part two please even if it's like a 10 page i know book. 10 that's i would what just I mean. love to see where he ends up and how successful he's going to become for sure he just has a talent of at that age like you in fact that's innate you know what i mean god gave you that yes yeah, like he's talking about being like uh dj sway i or, know um was like i was thinking more like zane low on apple music yeah. i think he could be bigger than that maybe but, he could do what speedy does but now with the i think he could he but the other people i just named are bigger than speedy well sure starting off starting <laughs> off from there and then building it up because i'm thinking if this book if they're based in like 2019 and social media is such a big deal that's like an easier it's supposed to be a big year because they're talking about in this they're talking about verses yeah so, uh, 20, so this is 2021 2022 maybe yeah like this is of its time this is when it's very contemporary this is when we should have been on tiktok <laughs> to be honest that was the time we missed our <laughs> we missed our exit honestly we you should see Han and i breaking it down to a savage <laughs> <laughs> i'm a savage oh learning a renegade that one was that was a what that was techie the renegade five renegade. years ago no, that no, was three years ago. 2019, 20, 2019, that was five years ago. Crazy. Yeah. My youth has been stolen from me. I just Honestly. realized. Um. Anywho, so PJ's, PJ's alarm goes off because he actually sets curfews when he knows he needs to drop our girl home because he's trying to be the good books with her parents, which yeah. I think is so respectful. A lot of people don't even put that in, into consideration Absolutely when it comes not. to courting. Yeah. This is what it is. This is courting. This is proper courting. 
you're not, you're right. not that stuff that you guys claim to be in this modern day of dating. This is this is how it's supposed yes. to be done. It's very thoughtful. See, yeah. everything he does, even when exaggerated, is with intent. Yep. Yeah. I love that about France. Um, so before they head home, before he drops her home, he actually has one additional surprise for her. Um wait, 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 wait. As they're driving. Oh yeah, I was gonna say, but before they get there, they're oh. in the car talking. But you can go ahead and take that part. No, no, there's just one thing I want to point out. Mm-hmm. Um, because I love when people write this. I love when I see it in film. Mm-hmm. Like, so he she says the brake lights from the car surrounding us cast a slight red what the heck did I write? Red hue to the silhouette of his face. So like you know when you're driving, right? Right. And the what they're describing is like when the lights around you are yeah. changing and it's like reflecting off of whoever you're looking at. You're just looking at them. It's like the world is focused on that person. I love when people write that. That is my drug of choice. That <laughs> right after um one bed if you say oh the, the lights shimmered and it changed how he looked in the window when i caught a look at him like that it I that means that. something to me okay so. it gives him it gives him a sort of power i don't know how to describe it a sort of like intimate look into like his internal being I don't even know what to say, but it's just like, it's just her looking at him because then she does say he turns eventually to look at her because he feels her gaze. Yeah. But I think it's like in that moment, it's always just like you looking at this person that you love and you're just like taking them in in the world around them. But it's like just focused on them. Like, I don't know how to describe it, mm-hmm. but I love that that little tool thing. Like, it's it's a cliche almost, but I love it. Like, I eat it up each time. Like, I love it. Okay. So, and also, they say a bunch of things I w- want somebody to explain to me. Like, she says he takes a Michigan left. Yeah. And I'm like, what's a Michigan left? How's that different from a a regular know. left? Have you, did you Google it? No, I didn't. I just wrote it down. I read this in the early mornings. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> I will say, like, at Miss Ebony, she writes, she's like, you either get Detroit or you don't. The rest of you will figure it out. And I love when people write like that. They leave the Googling and the stuff up to okay. everybody else. They don't overexplain. It's a P-turn. What's a P-turn? Um, the prohibits through traffic on minor roads from crossing the major road or highway. Um, I'm not really sure what this this is exactly. Is it like a U-turn? Anyway, I don't, I don't, I don't drive, so I don't know what that means. Um, but he did it safely, and they got to this the surprise of the night, which is Dutch Girls Donuts, um, which is actually a real donut shop in Detroit. Um, one thing I noticed about PJ, and this is something oh, that he does frequently throughout, is that he is almost in he's he's almost colluding with Danny's parents into Honestly. getting information out to make the dates very meaningful. And so this is just one perfect example of him doing that. He was just shopping around. I think there's a popular supermarket, majors. majors. I we don't have that here, but I think it's a popular supermarket maybe in the Midwest. But I've never really heard know. of it. I don't live in the Midwest. I, cause I've never heard even like people online talk about it. You know what I mean? So I'm just mm-hmm. like, it's probably very specific to that region. And, um, you know, Danny's mom was moving around doing her little grocery shopping. And I guess, you know, they struck up a conversation with PJ and he got, and you know, the mom told him that she loves that donut place and he added it into his, his date. And I thought that was just really cons- Again, the meaningfulness and the consideration is that is a love language. Forget everything else. That is the only love language that should exist anyway. So, 
they're going to the donut shop it's a little bit it's a little bit full it's a little bit packed there's a lot of people that's because it's actually it's not a national holiday but it's i guess a holiday that they have in sweetness detroit called day. sweetness day um from my understanding it's just a day where you do good deeds and romantic deeds i mean you still go to work clock in but remember to show kindness that day um, they get some donuts, and of course, there's not enough space, so they sit in the car or outside it. I don't know how cold it is during this time. And he makes a comment because Danny loves loves this donut place. He's just like, I hope one day you can look at me the way you look at yes. that donut. Yes. And I said, you better stop it, PJ. And he says it so naturally, and then she just laughs. I'm like, girl, how are you not stuck? Because I'm stuck. I've <laughs> I've I've been folded. I've been turned. I've been baked. I've been roasted. Like, everything about this boy, it got me. It got me. He's so perfect. He's absolutely. such a cutie. Oh, God. Oh, my God. He's such a cutie. And what's so cute is that he has also these, like, random tidbits. Like, he has pieces of information. So, he explained to her, like, you know, the origin, the Um, the history of Sweetness Day is. I'm just like, you're teaching me. Yeah, well, Hannah also learned what Sweetness Day was at the same time. No, through PJ. <laughs> and then I think that's when sometime soon she calls him P for the first time, and he's not like, here. But stops. I know what it. Yeah, he he's over the moon. And I and that's another two I love when when the person you like gets comfortable, and you're like, oh, yep, we're there, y'all. <laughs> yep. Um, of course, you know, as they're chit chatting, uh, the donut's a little bit sloppy. So a little bit is drooping down my girl's lips and PJ's is like, oh, let me get that for you. Yeah. As he's explaining the history of <laughs> Sweetest Day, he wipes it and he's looking intently at her lips. And in this moment, Hana held her breath <laughs> because she said, everybody calm down. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening just for his phone to ring. To ring. And it's the worst. His brother's calling. His mama fell, which is scary enough. Yeah. And the poor seven-year-old, Mr. Mook himself, is like, I cannot deal with you. need to come home. Yeah. And she's just like, they're outside her house. Yeah. She's like, he's like, I'm sorry. You know, I leave my phone on silent on a day, but it's my mama. And like, and she's like, it's, it's totally fine. It's fine. And she's like, he's like, let me walk you to the door. And she's like, no, no, you're good. Like, you go home to your family. Mm-hmm. But of course, he still waits for her to get it. He's such a gentleman. He's such a, and I just want to say, because when we get to the final chapters, I want to say this as well. But like, his mama raised a really, really, really good boy. Yeah. Like, genuinely speaking, he's a, he's such, like, outside of everything, he's just a sweetheart. Yeah. And obviously a lot of that is like natural personality but like that's i feel like that's an attest to his mom because a lot could have changed when his dad left in his personality he could have been a much angrier person and i will also say it's also a testament to like the presence of a male figure because having his uncle who believes in him who encourages him loves on him like it's her like he's his own Mm -hmm. i think plays a huge part so like of course he feels the absence of not having a dad he talks about that but he also has the benefit of having this community that loves on him. And you can see that in the testament of Mook because Mook doesn't know his dad at all. And mm-hmm. some kids who don't know their dad, they feel the absence. Even though they don't know this person, they've never met this person. But Mook does not even, like, he has a good brother, he has a good uncle, he has a good mom, and he's good. Mm-hmm. Like, so I think that's a testament to his upbringing. I and agree. Fuck PJ's dad. No, really. I'm glad you even know his name. Honestly. 
I'm glad they didn't even do that whole Obina thing going to find the father. We're not doing that in this <laughs> book. Okay? Well, to be fair, they're 17 years old. Obina was like 30 with millions of dollars. You you don't know how people start researching about where this person is, how they're doing. You know what I mean? They yeah. have access to the internet. I'm pretty sure you can find your deadbeat daddy. <laughs> if you really want to. If you really look. Because there is a website, deadbeatdaddy.com. No. <laughs> so... <laughs> I agree with everything you said. I think it's very important that, you know, I mean, I know all of us are obsessed with nuclear families, but our communities are what raise the kids. Yeah. Even like the barbershop and even his friends. They're yeah. all, we're all, even Mr. Smith, his counselor, everybody oh my, is love raising this child. Like, you can see people are pouring into him in every step of the way. Yeah. So that is, that he's is not missing needed. out. No, no. If anything, he, like you say, he's going to be. A big person. Oh, yeah. Definitely let Adele wants to give us an insight of what that is. His daddy is going to be the one listening to him and being like, damn, I should have stuck around or I should have, you know, he'll be telling people around me, that's my son. They'll be like, no, he is not. Don't like, be lying. Look at, look at him. Look at me. Don't we look alike? <laughs> no. <laughs> maybe, maybe like phenotypes. Yeah. But that's all y'all got in terms of like his internal being. Nothing. Nowhere close. Yeah. So. Like Adelia said, um, Lori took Lori's is, is um, PJ's mom took a fall while she was putting leftovers in the into the fridge. So we go into chapter eight, and this is when we're at Chateau Prince, and Mook is on the couch, mom's on the couch. I just clocked what she said. Yeah, Chateau Prince. <laughs> they're they on the couch, and Prince is just he's completely distraught i think that's how he describes it he's just he doesn't know what to do you know what i mean he cannot have a social life he's struggling a little bit with school because of all like he's struggling a lot in school because of balancing that then going to do you know the radio show Mm -hmm. it's just it's a lot and so he decides to call his uncle after he sets everyone to bed and says like we need an intervention my mom needs to find a way to lean on others yeah because it's too much i'm only 17 i have these aspirations i i feel guilty for you know stopping one thing to do another thing for the house do another thing for you know somebody else so he wants he wants to relieve himself and so unc comes the next morning and yeah they sit my girl Lori down and say listen ma'am we love you but things have got to change, okay? We have to start scheduling some medical tests because this thing, it looks like it's getting worse. We need to know what we're dealing with so we can deal with it. You, you see what I mean? You have to also learn to deal with the, like, you have to lean on others. And he's like, you're prideful. Mm-hmm. You you don't ask for help. And I was Which like, is a lot very of true yeah. and also ironic for him as well. Yes, because he also doesn't ask for help. Because <laughs> we just ask for help at all. But I'm glad that Peach's mom, Lori, was receptive to their feedback. And so, you know, they're going to try and get those medical tests scheduled and be and just deal with this monster that's MS, honestly. Yeah. Um, in that same thread, um, PJ has a study session with Yasin, and I think they're just catching up with how things are going. From this conversation, we started realizing Morgan has been DMing Prince, which is so annoying. Morgan, by the way, Every is PJ's ex-girlfriend. My girl's in college. Girl, don't you have to focus on your finals? Like, leave this boy alone. Honestly, why are you talking to high schoolers? Yeah. And they're talking about grades and, you know, life after high school and everything. And this is when I this is when we first get introduced to Mr. Smith in like in a 
in some sorts because Mr. Smith has been in his comments saying, when are you coming to the office to talk about your grades? Yeah. <laughs> He's been deleting them. I'm like, this man, leave I me alone. Me, me and PJ have the same avoidance style. <laughs> Listen. Um, and yeah, and, he, and PJ goes through, you know, this conversation with Yasin. I really like his friend Yasin. I think they have, I don't know what you call this type of friendship. It's you know how in your friend group you all you all like each other we're all merry and all but then sometimes when you sit one on one with a particular one I think they bring out something in you that's a little bit different from how like Malik would or Ant will but I I really like the way Yasin and PJ talk to each other he's very very helpful and I feel like they I don't know there's an understanding there that I cannot I describe feel that way between um, PJ and Ant you did yeah like I felt like. Well, that too. Yeah. I think the only person who, but I think, I get, I think what you're saying is like he feels, there seems to be a level of emotional understanding on yeah. both sides. But, and where that's different is Malik because he's too busy trying to be a He's big too man. busy chasing Gail. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, he, he just trying to, he's trying to be a, he's trying to be a little, you know, he's trying to be a man in his own way. But, yeah. um, yeah, you're right. I think Yasin is also the most understanding yeah. and like, you know. He's, he's, he he did he know what to do, um. But you're right, yeah. And then where are we after that? I think that chapter just ends with um him doing his radio transcript. I think there's a girl who called talking about how to get rid of my ex, and he gives her some really amazing tips, which yes, everyone should use. You can journal, which he sort of um talks about. You know, I have a friend now who journals um yeah. to deal with stuff. Who was a friend? <laughs> Ain't it, Daddy? <laughs> and you know, girl, he was listening like <laughs> I too would be like, "That's my man right there." You see that? You see that? And you know the things I think Danny had also told him like you should try and like combine yeah. DJing and the therapy thing. Like you could do a double major. In school, yeah, he's been like reading a lot more psychology books and yeah. things like that. And I love a friendship where you like exchange, encourage ideas, each other, yeah, each other. That's it's really important yes you know it's not every, we shouldn't be not too dumb bitches saying exactly you know we can't do that we have to <laughs> end that in fact we ended that in 2023 this is a new year um so, but and that's I, good yeah he he just he absorbs all her inf- you know what because he respects her yes because a man who doesn't respect you would never ever take your input at he all he thinks very highly of her very, which is very so important yeah. um and he even says i think when he was having a conversation with yasin uh, at the end of the day, you know, whether him or Danny make it out of this, yeah. it's like it's better to have loved something here than not have loved. What the quote? What's it? It's better it's to have loved and lost to, than to, to never have loved at all. Yeah. yeah. And, and they they write a little yeah. bit. Yeah. A little bit. Hundred <laughs> percent. No, because some of you love waste man, and I'm like, really? Do you think it's better to have experienced that than no? Okay. You should have one truly healthy beautiful love story something like this yeah something along this is when i can accept it <laughs> yes this um, is beautiful if if miss ebony comes and tells us actually these two don't end up together they hate each other i will first of all i would throw myself off a bridge but then i'd be like you know what you write i'll just tell her just give me um the rights to your book let me just re- <laughs> let me just do your job <laughs> since you don't want to do so it let me do it exactly please <laughs> Don't ruin this for me. What do you mean they're not together? They are together. <laughs> you know how I felt? That's how I felt when um, Bully Babalola said she was doing a sequel to Honey and Spice. And I said, 
what do you mean Kiki and Kai haven't seen each other? Are you dumb? But then the thing is that it's second chance romance. So we need to we They have to get back together, I said, right? Are you dumb? What do you mean they broke up? I don't care. <laughs> in, but in this lifetime, they have to be together, okay? I don't care the ups and downs, right? They have to be. Like, I know some of you don't like the, oh, they got married and had a baby ending for books and things like that. That's perfectly fine. But, like, and that's fine. But in Odelia's world, every couple that she's read and and loved and enjoyed, they, they're literally, every time it ends in my head, they're sitting on a porch rocking together in their rocking chairs as their grandchildren come running towards them. So don't you ever try and tell me they're not together. That is not what I wanted from you. That's not why I came here, okay? That's not what I asked you for. And if you're not going to do it right, don't do it at all. So even uh, Yasmin and Josiah, in my head, they adopted like 50, 11 children. They're happily, and they have like seven of the, of the grits across the country. And if Miss Candy Ryan opens up, if I open up that second book and you tell me something that I don't want to hear, I will be closing the book back, <laughs> okay? <laughs> This is not what I want. I'm here for escapism. Thank you. Thank you, Delia. <laughs> um, and then we move on to chapter nine. And this is Danny's chapter. And this is the so, day after their first date. Yeah, so they go up to school. And um, I feel like we missed something, actually. What'd so you miss? in chapter eight, after he talks to his mom, then they go to school. But it's still in Prince's perspective. He meets up with his friend. Wait, let me. Hannah's looking at me. Okay, wait. I'm gonna no, no, stop no, 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 you. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Let, let me land. Let me land. Let me land. Let me let me think about it. 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 Let's. You don't. I can take you it over here. You're right. So in okay, so nine, chapter nine, where so she shows Danny, school, and she's like, I swear people are staring at me. Like I feel like I'm exaggerating, but like I'm also not exaggerating. Like people are staring at me. But before she even gets there, like, oh, she talks to Rashida on the Sunday. Exactly. So she talks to Rashida. Sorry, y'all. We got there, though. No. (laughs) No. You got there. Because I'm right on time. (laughs) And anytime you want to jump in, let me know. So she talks to Rashida. She's telling Rashida about the date. And she's like, aw, cutie. And um, she's like, why would you tell me who it is? And she's like, I don't want to tell you. But he definitely goes to our school. And. Rashida's like, I'm also in love with somebody else. Like, his name is Malik. And she's like, I, she's like, he joined our school last year. And she's like, she just starts laughing. She's like, I've removed myself so much socially. I don't know who these people are. Mm-hmm. Um, but before they jump back into that, she's like, what happened, like, between you and, and Destiny? Mm-hmm. Because Destiny is telling everybody that she's jealous because some college boy wanted Destiny instead of her. And I said, now Miss Girl, Miss Destiny. And I was like, she doesn't get it at all. Like, she just doesn't get it. And again, I I don't have anything else to say about Destiny. Other than she has an empty head. (laughs) I pray when she reaches her early 20s, her mid 20s, she sits back and says, damn, what was I on? Let me work on myself. Let me seek repentance for myself. And that's all I got for her. But. She was like, well, you guys were right about her. She went, we went to a party. Mm-hmm. Things went left. She doesn't say exactly, but Rashida, Rashida's so smart. Rashida could pick up on the words and be like, girl. You know what, Miss Ebony, if you're not going to give us the 10 pages telling us what happened, 
give me Rashida's story. Yeah, I would I'll love take it. I'd love to see how her how she navigates her life. I'll even take Malik, to be honest. Mm, <laughs> you took it too far. Malik and Rashida at West. Oh, no. I, I mean, eventually. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. But listen, if you haven't read the book, I don't want to tell you. But anyways. Was, so she's telling her this happened, but Rashida's smart. So she's like, you know, I had a cousin who an older uncle tried to touch her inappropriately. Mm-hmm. And when she told everybody, they asked her why she essentially tempted this old man. Mm-hmm. And she was like, can you imagine that they said that? Like, this is attempted rape. And mm-hmm. she, and Danny says, yeah, but I was drinking. And she says, I don't care if you were the drunkest person in the party. Yep. If you didn't want to do it, you didn't want to do it. Exactly. And again, like, this book is so good. I, honestly speaking, Hannah, like, I never received such at that age. Never. Never, ever, never. I couldn't, I feel like I would have been, I would have had the same reaction that Danny had if something like that, something horrific that happened to me. Yes. I would always think it's my fault because I was being completely, you know, foolish. Yes. And my gut is telling me something's wrong, but yet I stayed. I'll, exactly. I'll blame myself the whole time. And it talks and goes back to when Danny was writing her first letter to um, Maya Angelou. Yes. About b- the cage bird and then talking about, I know how you felt when this happened. Because Maya thought it was her fault. It's such a common feeling that women, feel where we are forced to feel shame and that we are responsible for everything that goes wrong. And Rashida saying, girl, no. <laughs> I can't believe Rashida is their age mate. Saying no, I'm dead serious because she's wise beyond like, even my yeah. years. No, she's so smart. Yeah, she, I was I was not able to decipher that at that age. Never, never. I wouldn't even be able to tell my friends. I would have just truthfully, I would have gone to the grave with that information. Yeah, I don't even know how I would have reacted with such information. Um, yeah, I and you know what, I will say even Danny like. Actually, I'm not going to say because this happens later on in the book. But when we get to that part, I feel like even how she initially handled the situation, I would have not had the voice yeah. to deal with it the way in which she did. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and, and then they're like, okay, let's go back to talking about boys, healthy boys, kind boys, smart boys. And she's like, so she's telling her about Malik, and she's like, yeah, and he has, this, he has a good group of friends, which is so important. Mm-hmm. The older I get, I'm like, please look at the friends your man dates because that is or not dates hangs around mm-hmm. because that is a great like lift litmus test to who he is as a person what does he find funny that these people are saying yeah you know so if he only hangs around incels if it looks like a duck quacks like a duck it's a duck you know it ain't a goose but um mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like yeah and he hangs with this guy you know prince and she's like hold on she knows she gasped. She's like, <gasps> and then she was like, no way. Yeah. No way you're dating the little, like, most popular guy in school, but you're trying to keep a low key. And then she's like, oh, maybe I changed. She's like, ah, don't use what I said to try and get out of dating this man. Yeah. You deserve nice things. Exactly. Because Danny likes to run away a little bit. Yes. Yeah. She's, she's, she's a little bit scared, which is, is perfectly fine. At this point, but... I'm just going to assume that as a classic romance girl thing. Yeah. Because the amount of time these girlies run. And I'm it's like, scary, Odelia. It's very scary. Yeah, because you know, Hannah's a runner too. She's a runner. She's a track star. Yeah, I I run off. They call me out, but like, what can I do, man? 
um i also love the fact that rashida said like yeah i told essie which is their other friend yes. that I'm, I'm here to see you yeah. and you know what she when i spoke to her she said that well i hope she's well no these are some good girls everybody is not even a not even a tinge of spite you know what i she mean said she's she, she and rashida told her she's like she's not she's hurt that you did yeah. it yeah but she doesn't not like you anymore wow and I just like again I don't remember being this emotionally like advanced at that age. Not at all. This made me go like the kids are all right. Like they're good. Well, the, the kids, these kids are all right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I want us to be precise. Okay? The kids at Ebony Liddell Wrights are all right. Every single one of them. The rest of y'all mm, maybe a little bit more training would help. <laughs> The rest of y'all, you, you're not, you know, well-rounded, good parents. That's what she's saying. Or good parenting styles around you. Right. Um, because I, I always say kids, like, half the time, it's it's how you parent them. Yeah. And a lot of you are bad people. But take that up with God. Okay. So she's like, and yeah, if you give Essie time. She's like, yeah, I want to talk to Essie. If you could, like, talk to her, let her know. And she's like, yeah, yeah I'm sure. Ugh, okay. I love that. I love that. I, f- I just remembered also um, prior to Rashida coming to the house that morning, PJ sent her a playlist. Yes. Love mixtapes. Love no- mixtapes, yeah. which is going to be a theme throughout from now onwards. And it was volume one. And I just. People don't even send mixtapes anymore. They don't. Girl, they don't even send playlists. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even want you to collab on playlists. No, you know, you know, um, Spotify has the blend, the blend yeah. option. Y'all don't even want to do that. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, we are trying to make meals out of crumbs in our current dating climate. We need to bring back yearning. We need yes. to bring back, like Connor said, real courting. courting. This is courting. Like, this yeah. is the perfect way I can describe it because you're doing all these intentional, meaningful things. And the goal for him is I want this girl to be my girl for, for good. Yes, and I'm getting to know her and he's serious. Like, Oh, they're end game for real, for real. But like, you're right. Like, people don't do that. And I, I, I feel like this year people are like, let's bring back real love. Let's do because it because it's tired. Like, I already told Hannah, I'm like, we are not situation shape. Don't know what that word is. Talking never heard stage, of her. Never heard of her. Who? Um, we're dating. Yeah. Okay. We're dating. And, <laughs> and we're gonna do this the real way. We're not doing this this pathetic, twenty twenty something way anymore. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. Right. Let's bring back. I what did I say? I said. I'm here for a good time, not a mysterious time. Like, let's stop Bingo. being mysterious, hidden, like, uh, let's be honest with ourselves. Do you like me? I like you. Let's do something about it. Let's be fully intentional human beings. Like, exactly. Stop acting like a hurt puppy. You've not even been hurt yet. Thank you. The world needs to hear that more. Because <laughs> we, it's even beyond struggling. I don't even know. It's, I don't even want to call the trenches because at that point we're below the trenches. What is below the trenches? <laughs> Earth core. God. Anyway, so the next day is Monday. They go to school. This is when Adil was talking about in the beginning that everybody's looking at Danny, Danny. saying, oh, girl, you dating that DJ guy. Mm-hmm. DJ and, Love Jones. And you imagine it must be so shocking for her from like being very reclusive yeah. and quiet to all of a sudden everyone looking in the hallways. I hate that. Anyway, Destiny, not Destiny, God. Danny does what I would do too. It's time to hide y'all. And the best place to hide in my high school was the computer lab or the library. Today, we chose the computer lab. And when Danny's there working on her essays, who appears like a ghost? Destiny. Why is you here, ho? And this is my problem with Destiny. And I don't, and let me not say that because then that's 
I didn't I didn't mean to say that. Why is he here, ho? Like, you know, I, I did say that when I was reading it about Morgan later on in the book. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean I don't mean to like um j- be judgmental. <laughs> I'm more making oh, a right. joke. Oh, right. I totally forgot yeah. about her past. <laughs> yeah, cuz that's oh. what I'm thinking. No, we I don't mean it that way. That oh, 100%. Go get your thing, girl. But like you kind of annoying. You cannot but you point. cannot endanger your friends in any situation. <laughs> yes. Anyway, Destiny is here. Go ahead. Totally forgot she had that past. But anyways, um she my problem with her is like you see somebody doesn't want you why do you keep popping up you've not apologized and you just especially essentially want her to get over whatever she's gone over yeah and help you out which is what she did because she's like i miss us and she's like so you know danny plays along she's like so what's up and she's like i'm good she's like actually there's a party and your boyfriend's dj and she's like you literally just did it again you're mm-hmm. literally using my friendship to benefit you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, can you leave? Like, can you leave me alone? And next, you know, their voices are rising. The teacher in the room is like, do y'all want to leave? Because we can do that. Mm-hmm. And Danny's like, I don't want to fight her, even though she's trying to fight me. Yep. I just want her to leave. Of course, Prince comes at the same time. And right when Destiny sees Prince, she says, and I quote, you're mad because Drew chose me. At first, I was like, "Who the hell even is Drew?" <laughs> I totally forgot about that person. And I was like, "Nobody wants that dutty man with his disgusting lack of consent." Who the hell wants Drew? I've yeah. never even heard somebody attracted with the name Drew. And you know what, Danny says that you know she said that on purpose because yeah, Prince, Prince walked in and th- and there's a crowd forming, mm-hmm. and I know everyone's like, "Ooh," and "Ah." Uh, but of course, like, also oh, this rumor that comes out of this is so funny. I love high school, <laughs> but high school is is a simulation. <laughs> it really is. But high school is actually like the Hunger Games. Anybody who makes it out of high school, no, it really is because you're all stabbing each other to try and win this social prize. Because mm. that's what it is. Wasn't your high school the same way? I guess, but I want to say it's the Hunger Games. It like, was the Hunger Games. We're all trying to shoot each other. Because that's what we're that's what we're doing. Where are the most fights? In which stage in your schooling did you have the most fights? Was it not high school? Yes. But it was the Hunger Games. Anyway. The social Hunger Games. It was a, exactly. The prize? More likes on Instagram. <laughs> not even money. <laughs> just just some sort of social authority. And when you leave that little high school of yours and go to a classroom with 300 people, you are a nobody. I know. It felt good. But, um to be a nobody I, I won't lie no people are like i hated being one of 300 i don't i felt I don't great care. i would sit in the back i love to be invisible like they called me not by my name but my student id number <laughs> and I was yes like, I'm that's exactly who i am a number to you that's who i am hands up <laughs> yeah that's me but um prince is like let's go somewhere quiet and he takes her out he gives her he he has the ins and out with a hall monitor who lets him leave normally if he has an appointment for his mom which i think is so sweet brother community listen and so he sees that hall monitor and he lets him and her go out he gives her his jacket and she's like you must be cold and he's like yeah i'm cold so let's let's get to the car a little quicker <laughs> and i was like you know, i like it i appreciate the honesty so they get in the car they're sitting there and he's like i don't have anywhere to go i just thought you needed like a moment away from all of that and um i feel like i'm missing something no you're absolutely right yeah and they have a conversation he danny does not tell him exactly what this issue that destiny and her have it's more of like he she says that 
she took advantage of me being naive yeah. and like too trustworthy of her. Yeah. And I think that's just how they kept it. And they, they stayed silent for a bit, which is, which, yes, you know, you should all be comfortable in silence. Exactly. Sometimes we just have to be quiet. Sometimes you just have to shut up, shut exactly. up. Not even be quiet, just shut up. Exactly. <laughs> and look at that. Aren't we having a great time? Stop yes. doing ASMR, please. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I think it's really cute. And he was actually holding her hand as she was, like, talking. Because she yeah. must have been so distraught. Like, Destiny went out of way to embarrass her in front of everybody. So, thank God that's the last time we see her. I wish her well. Um, I hope she gets... Hannah does not. No, I wish Destiny well. <laughs> that is a teenage girl who is trying to navigate a very confusing part of her life. <laughs> I hope she got into school in New York like she wanted. And I hope she makes it in theater or Broadway and we get to see her on, like you know um avid elementary or something i don't know um <laughs> okay good luck to chapter 10 if in the future like danny writes a book that gets adapted into a screenplay and gets who chosen gets who gets chosen to be in the screenplay destiny yeah that'd be crazy but if it's a reformed destiny i wouldn't mind miss ebony take notes <laughs> <laughs> We're you what we want. Take notes. <laughs> no, seriously, girl. No, we're kidding. We respect your craft. But, like, seriously, though. No, no. Take notes, girl. <laughs> if you hear this. Listen, we got ammo for you. Listen, we're giving we, you free ideas listen. here. Listen. Just, we're just asking you to write them. Exactly. We don't got the pen, but we, we, we have we, the. What was it? All we need is the platform. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I was about to say, all we need is the platform. <laughs> I had the plan. <laughs> just need the platform. Iconic line of last year. <laughs> Um, and then we move on to chapter 10. This is Prince's chapter, and this is date two. This is, this is, um, before we even dive into the next couple of chapters, this is, I started crying when I was reading this. Really? Uh, chapter 11 is my favorite. I cried, in many mom- I, I cried in many moments, but I think there is something, again, you guys, consideration and and meaningfulness and intention are just these are the goals this is what y'all should be striving for everybody anyway day two so um how does it start so prince goes over to danny's house first of all he has run belly and that's when i (laughs) prince had some mac and cheese the night before mind you my boy is lactose intolerant okay he walks around the way i do with the lactate pills (laughs) and sometimes we be forgetting that shit at home and you know what? All of a sudden, it's just like, damn, I'm feeling mac and cheese, even though I know my stomach cannot. He said, take I cannot it. resist Sister Beatrice's mac and cheese. And, and that's also a testament that his mom is more open to help. So more people are coming over to help. And, and that's good as well. That's why he is who he is. I swear to God. Like, if you think about all the people around him, yes, supporting him, rooting yeah. for him. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's such a wonderful human being. Yeah. Like, I think in every, in some of the books we've read, they're 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 amazing people despite of what they went through. Mm-hmm. Like for Jean-Vivre and Shane, I found like Shane was amazing despite of what he went through, yeah. and obviously his experiences gave him some extra sympathy. And but like in a lot of the books, especially with the black male characters that we read, because this is a black romance podcast, mm-hmm. I find that like the ones, like the few the su- out of few suggestions like the all the writers do a good job of being like there's this strong 
especially female presence in their this black man's life despite what he's gone through and it shaped him to be this amazing human being so like obviously kai i think kai has his mom and then josiah has aunt bird mm-hmm. i'm trying to think of who else we have oh obi obviously we th- we think of obi's mom like she's mother she's mary herself absolutely um still will not forgive janie girl for killing her off but that's okay we move, we move, we move. I think even the the King series, like their mom, their dad was amazing, even when she was gone. Um, their mom was very much still keeping up with things, <laughs> and um, yeah, I think that I think that's about. You know, this year was kind of dirt, but <laughs> but again, he didn't have. I was, a- I was just trying to figure out like how far you were going. Um, but no, you're right. The yeah. There is this very, it's very important to have a balance. And I think the moms just really like, when I tell you women build the society Except up. Except in the perfect fine, because my girl was ass. Okay. But anyways, but you're right. Like Prince is a testament of his community. He's a testament of his mama. Yeah. I, I, she, and you know, again, I love that the writers are like, even when the dads are garbaggio, even when they're not here, like, because black women do uplift the community. And each and every time we see that within these the context of these books so yep and not only in our books but statistically please you guys yeah it's there the stats are there go read them it's true (laughs) um so yeah pj has the runs because sister (laughs) beatrice mac and cheese was just too macky it was too cheesy (laughs) i don't think it was macky enough it was cheesy but it wasn't macky enough well maybe he probably has a gluten issue as well because usually they go they go hand in hand. Probably. Yeah, if you're lactose intolerant, you probably have a, a gluten sensitivity. Colored people are not supposed to eat that much dairy. but um, Who said that? Dr. Shabby? No, it's true. Two-thirds of the world is lactose intolerant, and most people who are doc- uh, lactose intel- intolerant are people of color. Really? Yes. Our bodies are just not made to process. <laughs> and now if you think about it, see, 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 the white man has put cheese on. You ain't Every gotta hour. do that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you do not have to eat the mac and cheese. But it's so good, girl. It's so good. <laughs> I love your mac and cheese. In fact, I'm gonna make some tonight. I don't have the cheese, but I'm gonna try and figure it out. Um, so date two. So PJ has the runs. He's at the door and he's like, please, God, don't let me shat myself. <laughs> I know he's clenching his cheeks like <laughs> No, because been there. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> So he obviously, Danny's dad opens the door and is like, hey, like, I'm really excited. Like, obviously, again, he's talked to her parents about this date. So he's like, yeah. I think she was going to love it. And he's like, amazing, amazing. And he, he's looking at the time. He's trying to time his poop. He's trying to time leaving. I'm going to get there in time. Miss mm-hmm. Ford is like, uh, do you need her to hurry up? He's like, no, no, no. Let her take her time. And Danny's dad is trying to talk. He's like, actually, can I use the bathroom, please? I got to make sure i smell right even though he's about to blow up the toilet <laughs> and he's like i hope they have air refreshment <laughs> or a poopery or something because what i'm about to release is ungodly. demonic <laughs> so he leaves and he's like okay all right i think i think we should be good i think we should be good and this is when i do your code because i know exactly what you're about to say okay so so after he's come back from the bathroom and he's like you know i I had to do some stuff. <laughs> uh, Danny comes down. She's wearing a form-fitting dress, you know, blue. And he said, let dry her calf. She's dressed with tan suede booties. But then what he says is like, 
he's like, damn it, she's got me. He's like, I'm at a loss of word. And Danny looks at me concerned. He All he says is hi. Because, you know, when he's locked in with her, he, he can't speak, which is funny coming from him. But he's like, hi, Danny. Be my girlfriend. Have my babies. <laughs> like internally he was lost he, he, he yeah he was god he got god <laughs> yeah um that was so sweet so then he then her dad's like you look beautiful baby and she's like thank you thank you daddy and um she's like okay we're gonna be on our way and then he's like do you want change and she's he's like yeah the curves are in his head his inner monologue is like yeah i get it because the curves have me shook okay and but danny and her mom were like please you wore a jean vest like you don't know fashions please stop <laughs> so they get in the car <laughs> thank a jean you, vest thank you safari and nikki for that line because it's <laughs> iconic she's like I was all trying the not women to in laugh. the room love it yeah you wore right. a jean vest <laughs> it is iconic to say that um but they get in the car and they're zooming off and she's like, where are we going? And I hate when y'all are impatient. He's like, don't worry. Like, it's two minutes. We're yeah. going to get there. Calm down. They get to the place and it's a bookstore. Hannah, what's the name of the bookstore? I have the owner's Pearl name. Pearl Bookstore and Cafe. And this is a real place, you said? I, I don't know if this is a real place, um, but it could be. We can make it real. And it seems like it's a bookstore that is about to open soon, but nobody knows what's inside except the two people who have arrived. Um, and Prince coordinated the whole thing, like Adil said, with uh, Danny's dad. And Can I also my girl say, was so excited. Danny's parents know her so well. It's I want I want us to reserve a bit of time to talk about the parenting in this book because. Odilla finished a book this morning. I finished a book last night, and she texted me. I texted her back, and I said, "This is the type of parent I would want to be. Yes, this is the only type of parenting you. Sh- this is actually the minimum of parenting that should be allowed in Hana's regime, because <laughs> you know your child, you respect your child. You. Even- I don't think it's real. It's not real. Okay. Um. Even when we get to the future chapter, when Danny has goes back into a little funk because something happened. Yeah. Her mom saying Rashida can Essie can come over to get you out of this thing is she's she's coordinating in her mind and she's able to see there's something wrong with my daughter and I know how I can fix this. I need her friends over. Like it's just so thoughtful. So thoughtful. Um I love the parents in this book. No, they're so so th- thoughtful. Like they know her I don't know if it's cuz she's an only child and they only mm-hmm. have her to spend time with. But like they know her ins and outs they know everything about her everything that she's obsessed with everything that she likes all her favorite flavors like i've never seen it like this before me too i was honestly i was alarmed (laughs) and i think maybe it was like a little trauma response for me because the girls online who talk about um there's a guy who talks about now that my parents, like, you know, he grew up in a Haitian background mm-hmm. and they never said, I love you growing up. Yes, it's yes, only yes, until yes. they went to separate cities and everyone yeah. take, you know, takes some time to coordinate for the holidays and whatever is now that we actively do that. And I know at first we're all like immigrant children. Yeah. I was like, that's nasty. Y'all. Why are you saying I love you to your parents? <laughs> that's gross. But really click what you're saying. It's and trauma. You know, I still struggle to say, I struggle to say I love you to everybody. Yeah. And like, I have to mentally tell myself 
<laughs> like say it now. Right, this say person, it now. Literally, it's it's work. <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. I'm like, oh, and it feels so wrong coming yeah. from my mouth. It feels icky. I'm not gonna lie to you. It feels icky. I God, <laughs> I, I'm trying to recall a time when I told my sisters and my dad that I love them. I was like, Hannah, why are you such a wuss? <laughs> Like, girl, stand up. That's what I thought. That was my initial thought. Do you know how crazy that is? Now that we're older, the funny part is my mom is the one who tries to do it now. Ooh. And I was like, we ain't never been that type of family. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll do it because she does it. Like, it's, it, like, I understand the effort, but I'm like, I really struggle. Like, even we have our other friends, are they come, they're more Oh, yeah, they vocal. stayed easily. I and never I say like, I love you back. Like, like, I love you guys. Like, I made you this meal. I spent time with you. Yeah, I showed you my love. That's enough. <laughs> I think that's why Han and I click because we don't ever say it to each other. Girl, you we'll never, <laughs> you never catch me say I love you to Adelia. Are you crazy? She knows that I do. <laughs> and but that is something I want to break by the time I have my own kids because I don't want them to become jaded individuals like myself. So, but I, but I I always imagine it'll be easier to look at a fresh infant and be like, I love you so much. Like you're just perfect and and you're just. I love you. We hope so. <laughs> but hope um, so. yeah, that's something I, I, you know, we should say these things. Yeah. But you're right. And we shouldn't. And I think it's also a testament of the type. When we talk about type parenting, it's not parenting because this person is like property of you. Yeah. It's parenting because you're raising somebody and you recognize that it's a job to raise them. And you yeah. want to know the person that they are going to be. Yes. And that is what it feels like with Danny's parents. And that's what it feels like even with Prince and his mom and his uncle. Like, they recognize who they are. And they want them. They're just excited to be the guiding thing on the path. They're not trying to shape them into who they want them to be. Yeah. So it's nice. But, yeah, it's, I was shocked by how much they knew about her like because that's more of a testament like especially as teenagers like do you remember your teenager there's just so much you just you kind of just stop talking yeah <laughs> to your parents about your ins and outs of things like you're like they don't need to know this yeah they don't need to you know but um but yeah i mean they notice a lot but still like there's so many things like you know i mean my mom knew about most of the things i liked you know, my One Direction standing, she knew how, she she knew what books I liked, but, like, I think to the, this is really specific, like, she wouldn't know what I was following on Instagram. Yeah. She didn't even know what Instagram was. <laughs> so, yeah. Also, Instagram was not as advanced when we were kids. No. Not to make it sound old, but, like. No, it was not. <laughs> it's Instagram is so different now from yeah. what I remember it being. Yeah. Um, Well, I guess that's what evolution is. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, so back at the Pearl Bookstore and Cafe hasn't opened yet, but you know, Dan, um, PJ and Danny's dad got a little in in there, and so they managed to have this only open for them during a yeah. specific time. And Danny it's was not even so open yet. no, it's not, but like they opened up the yeah. store before the public opening. It's not, it's exactly that's what I meant. Um, they go in, and it's a cute little bookstore. They meet the owner of the bookstore. I think it's it's there. It's in their family and Mr. stuff. Mister Esau, Mrs. Esau, Mrs. Esau, along the sides, maybe. Yep, I think yeah. you're right. Miss, I wrote down Miss Esau. And you know, she talks about you know, like we're so happy to have you all here. And if I could, you know, do this all the time, I would. La da da da. Anyway, she goes off on her way and says, "PJ, <laughs> lock up, okay? <laughs> lock up once you're done." Honestly, okay. Um, and essentially, this date is a scavenger hunt so pj 
wants Danny to navigate the bookshelves of her favorite authors. And in each of the different aisles of the authors, there's a surprise. And I think like a love note Hannah, as well. Can I tell you something? I, if I was standing, I would be on my knees. <laughs> on my knees. No, I, I could have dropped right I there I would have cried. Because the level at which the people in Danny's life have come together to show her that they love her, I have never, ever, ever, never experienced something so intimate and careful. Like, yeah, that, like, literally, I was like, what? What do you mean you're 17 and you wrote a, like, you've gone around and you, and you know she writes letters. So yeah. you've written little notes for each and every person on her, that's on her typewriter. Yeah. And, like... And not only that, he's now gone ahead and he's done research about each person. Like when he got to Audre Lorde and said, Audre Lorde put her put their poem in Seventeen magazine. Here yep. is the original copy of this Seventeen magazine from nineteen fifty something. I said, How'd you know that? Like, how, how, Why, why'd you, you know that? You know what I mean? Like. Like it was just so carefully, even like when um. So I think the first person was Zora, and he got her the fedora hat. Yes. I mean the silk and lining the silk because she's a black girl, and you know we gotta put some silk <laughs> lining in there to keep the curls settled. And I love later on she says she wears it sometimes to help yeah. her write. So, but you know, and I just uh, it was just so. I cannot describe this date, you guys. I just can't. There are no words to describe it other than the fact that this was. You are you're my soulmate. To describe it, go read it because Miss Ebony Liddell has already written it. We don't need to tell you, but it was beautiful. Is this chapter eleven? It is just. And mind you, my boy has a running belly. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like he every couple minutes, he's like. He's like, Danny, he's like, Danny, can you excuse me for a bit? <laughs> and I think at some point during the night, because it shows how much she cares, she knows that some something is, is taking my boy out. So when he comes back over, like, the, the fourth time he went to the bathroom, she's like, here's some pills. But before that, in one of the notes, I think it was the one of Ra- Roxanne Gay's. I may be wrong. Roxanne, who's Ro- Oh, Roxanne Gay? Yeah. Okay. Not mm-hmm. Gay's, like, Roxanne Gay's, like, oh. apostrophe S. Uh-oh. By the way, I learned that her family is like they're like real like tied. You know, her cousin's the one who got who was a Harvard chairman who got booted off for quote. Oh, unquote. really? Yeah, that's her husband. No, that's her cousin. Oh, her cousin. <laughs> no, oh, can I say something? Every time I hear cousin, I hear husband. You know why? You my husband. <laughs> not you. Not your Beyonce stand coming up. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> My mind just cannot click. You, you've got to clear anyway, that. Anyway. Yeah, go ahead. But um, in one of the notes, he says, you'll inspire millions of black girls just like her. And I was like, let me find out who it was. I think it might have been Tony, actually. I'm not really sure who it was. I actually did not. Again, it, for all the listeners, I'm begging you. You have to buy the book and read this because it's described so perfectly in the book. I think it might have been... Let me see, let me see. I think it might be, no, it's not Tony. I think it's Roxanne. Yes, it is Roxanne. Um, Yeah, you'll inspire millions of black girls just like her. And she just says, I hope so. Like, do you know what it means for someone to look at you and be like, you're, you're gonna, like. (laughs) Since the sixth grade, the man's been, been enamored with this girl. And he has seen her grow up. And now he looks at this woman just like, you are going to be so great, I can't even tell you. Yeah. I can't even show you. 
And even when he got so with the Tony um book, the Tony Isle, and oh, it's a movie it was a poster. poster. I think it's the what's the movie is this? Is it I Am in Pieces or something? It's a yes. documentary actually, yes, rather. Documentary. And he, he's just like, I hope you can put this up so you have someone to look up to. <laughs> and he said, and Stop he it. it in New York, speaking life into her. Listen, that man manifested for you. What type of nonsense is this? <laughs> like I was reading, I said, what am I reading? What am I reading? What is this type of love? What what is this? My question is, where do I get it? <laughs> girl, it's so rare to find. Is it on Amazon? <laughs> girl, I don't think it's on Jeff Bezos' app. Um, uh, the whole thing was just so chef's kiss. I I just had to remind myself this book's written by a woman. This book's written by a woman. It is. It this is. written by a woman. But <laughs> it also, I feel like also when you read stuff like this, I would want to do this for somebody who yes. I care and respect. Like. Yes. I know it's it's cute in a romantic sense, but also let this inspire you to do this for other people. Because at the bottom line, it's the consideration and, like you said, the intimacy that really matters. Yeah. Regardless what type of relationship you have with a person. If you respect them, take some ideas. Learn from PJ, y'all. I'm learning from him. Honestly. I've learned so much. Um. Wow. Just wow. <laughs> anyway, so, so they, they have a little bit of a like a dinner, it's like a makeshift picnic they do over there. At a restaurant that she loves. So she made Yeah. He made Mook not Mook. Malik and Ant and Yasin go pick it up and they've also decorated yeah. with l- candles and he's like, Hopefully we don't burn this bookstore down Listen. before it like <laughs> before it opens. But the fact that his friends have put in the effort for him, like again, community showing up for you. Like and she, he's like, this food is delicious. But before we get there, he's like, I gotta go to the bathroom one more time. Then, then when he comes back, that's when she gives him the Pepto-Bismol pills. And she's like, I look too cute for this date to be ruined. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you do look real cute. You do. So then they eat. It's delicious. It's pasta. Is it pasta? It's from my Italian restaurant, so I assume it's pasta. Oh, okay. And, um, yeah, and then he's like, it's good. Like, Mr. Ford got good taste. <laughs> he does. He absolutely does. Um, they get to chatting and stuff, and they actually end up going to some sort of Christmas market. Yes, where the lights have been lit. And he's like, normally I take Mook here. Yeah. And she feels bad because she's like, oh, man. you took." He's like, no, we'll come back like, yeah. tomorrow or something. Um, and they have good conversation. And they go for a walk, and she keeps trying to kiss him, and he keeps being clumsy. He, like, spilled hot cocoa on his North Face. He did. He fell a couple times, and he's like, this date is going not well. I have run belly. I've spilled co- uh, hot chocolate. He was putting a lot of pressure on himself to, to get everything right, and I'm glad everything went wrong that day for him. <laughs> I think it shows his character as well. Yeah. Um, and he said that. She's like, you not being this perfect, ego-driven person, like, I got to know you in a much more special way. Yeah. So. I love that. Yeah. Um. This is also the night that they do have their first kiss. They do share their first kiss. Yeah. Um. My boy burned himself while I'm trying to drink her, sip her hot chocolate. Yeah. And like Odile said, he poured it on his um North Face. He had to go clean it up. And, yeah, they joke around and, and they kiss. And I just know, I just know that they were butterflies and fireworks and just everything pretty and and beautiful happening Ugh, i just yeah he said yeah i'm gonna remember this one like i'm i'm gonna hold on to this one for real for real for sure 
and he's like, I just know I'm going to taste like her, <laughs> and that's okay. Okay, come on, lip gloss. Come on, lip gloss. And the next day is a school night. Is it a school day? Monday, yeah. And, you know, he goes to his locker. Of course, he has a pep in his step. But his friends are just like, well, well, well. Look what the cat dragged in. It used to be our friend PJ. It looks like our friend PJ. <laughs> it could be our friend PJ. Um, rightfully so. His friends are upset because my boy has been MIA. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking on top of the responsibilities that he has day to day, the station, mom, school, and then now Danny. He must not be seeing Malik, Yasin, and Ant at all. And Ant's like you. It's not even that you didn't text me after the date. You also missed our pickup game on Sunday. Yeah. And you know this is my time without my daughter. Exactly. Like I, I'm a parent. I gotta schedule this stuff. Yep. And he's like, oh, and I'm sorry. Like I'll make this up to you. Like, and and that's a good thing about them. Like they say their problems, and then he's like, they, I'm sorry. They resolve it right there and then. And I'll make it up to you. And it's like it's okay. And I like that. Like, again, it's the level of maturity. It's beyond, what? I've never seen this before. What is this? <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> no, I really am. Of course, Malik has some stuff to do with Charte that day. Oh, and he didn't want to say it because everybody's like, mm. boy, if you don't leave Shart alone and focus Char- on. Charte, what is her name? Is there an E? Where does an E at the end? Charte? Charte? I almost call it Sharpay. <laughs> I swear it's Shart. Okay, it's Shart. Um, you know, what, whoever you are, <laughs> Mal- Malik, leave her alone. Yeah, like leave that poor girl alone. Whoever you, she you is, you know you like you know you like Rashida. Leave that girl alone. And you're lucky, Rashida. Well, I guess Rashida does know about Shart because they almost yeah, each other. Exactly. So, but um, yeah. So yeah, they're gonna plan to coordinate more time yes. with each other because listen it they're they're friends they and love each other he hears that the rumor is that like danny like slapped the dog shit out of destiny yeah like, how people let that story travel when there's eyewitnesses but you know high school like, they what? think they're on love island <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah. no island tonight on mass tech <laughs> um destiny i don't know what her last <laughs> name is Throws a pie on Danny's face. I you know what? No, it'd be like it would be like I'm, I'm I can't even channel Destiny, Ian. Pie off Danny, and then it'd be like Danny, like if if they were on the it'd be like Danny saying, "You made me look like a mug," or <laughs> something like that. Tonight, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we're sorry. No, we are. <laughs> <laughs> um and this is also before the chapter ends uh we get us this is when we get introduced to mr smith the man who quite literally changes pj's trend yeah. life onwards um i'm glad that pj finally went to t- go talk to his counselor because things are looking a little rough on my boy and i understood him i have the exact same anxiety he does i have avoidance style i was like i would do something like this like, really yeah i and it could get that bad like literally mm. um but his is funny because his is start. I guess because of all his stressors. Yeah. Mine only started getting this bad in university. Oh. In high school, I was okay. But, like, university and now, I could do some shit like this. <laughs> Damn. Um, so I wasn't shocked when he didn't apply for schools. I wasn't shocked when his grades slipped. Like, you just – and even the way he – like, Ebony was describing how he was feeling, like, shaking. Like, everything that he did, I was like, that is me. That is exactly how I would react to that situation. Mm. So, yeah. 
Yeah, PJ is having a hard time, you know what I mean, balancing all this that's going on. And Mr. Smith had no idea what was going on, like his his home environment. And he's just like, listen, I can help you get the scholarships, get the transfers, get the financing. All you need to do is pull up your grades, apply, and do exactly as I say. And he's like, you know what, you've already missed a couple of deadlines for yeah for university um i know in america you guys call it college and community college in canada there's university and then there's college yes so college here is community college and then university is what y'all call like your four-year program yeah call it their college yeah so anyways but he's like you really missed that just in case I mix the two up, I don't want people to be confused. So you, you he's like, I want to stay local because if his mommy's okay, well, you'll go to the community college, but second semester, you'll apply to go to four st- four year school, mm-hmm. and we're gonna get those grades up. And he's like, you know, thank you for believing. He's like, I always, he's like, this is my job. Yeah, I love teachers like that, not those whatless teachers who are like purposely trying to fail you for fun. Like, yeah, oh my God, I love teachers who care deeply about what, the, what they're doing. He's like, yeah, of course, I'll help you even after you graduate. Like, are yeah, you, are you stupid? Like, of course. And, you know, so. I knew Mr. Smith was a good person from the moment PJ mentioned that uh, he was Big in his email. comments, yeah. in his comments. Imagine <laughs> you, you know, you had a great night at the station and you see Mr. Smith underscore one, two, three, nine, nine, six, whatever. So where's the homework? Talking about like you didn't come by the office today and PJ's there actively deleting the comments. <laughs> No, he was persistent. And he even says, you know, before this chapter ends, that I've been trying to help you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like <laughs> He's like, no, I'm putting in the work. <laughs> and he did. And he he's did. like, this this shit, this tree better bear some fruit, okay? Gosh. <laughs> I love that. Again, the emphasis here that community that are supporting our our kids. Yeah. It's important. And pay teachers more. Stop it. Honestly, they should be earning LeBron level money. Seriously. But Okay. Four hundred and ninety six K a month. So clearly you saw the story on Ime Udoka because that's where that number came from. <laughs> Did you know how crazy it is to earn over 400k a month? If, Can you imagine listen, that type of money? If you if I was earning that type of money, I wouldn't say nothing, but there'd be signs. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to do what the girls do, quiet luxury. <laughs> there would be nothing quiet about my luxury. Now, nah, cuz that's how cuz let me tell you, if they see a black girl in, enjoying her her wealth publicly, mm, Something and the government's gonna be like, now nah, we gotta tear her down. <laughs> no, I would be like, I need to get the nicest house bridal path can give me. I'm about to be Drake's neighbor. Okay, I promise you, with my with that type of money per month, I could solve a lot of problems in some in some communities. Oh yeah, I and I would I do could, it. I could fix the water in several places. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh yeah, because greed should never ever be part of the conversation when it comes when you have so much money like that. Listen. But we move. Chapter 11 um, is I the combination of stuff that happened here. I, the first thing is that no, there is a record. this is chapter 12. What? This is chapter 11. No, because chapter 11 is their date. Yeah, but there's also, that's what we're going to. But it's, remember, the reconciliation with Essie first before they go on their date. At the nail salon. No, 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 no. Wait. No problem. You can check it out. No, I'm. <laughs> Y'all, I'm just checking my notes real <laughs> quick. Yeah, there's like a surprise date that happens, but before that. No, should... obviously. Oh, I forgot to say something. While he was on the date with her, I have one more quote. 
He says, I stare at Daniel's profile and I see our future, our life, so much more. Mm. You know how crazy that is? I've never looked at anybody and seen anything. <laughs> Anyways. Um, then I have this written, suddenly the crowd around us sounds muffled. Oh, I think that's when they kissed. No, but chapter 12 is obviously he talks to the teacher. Which teacher? No, let me find it. Let me let me get it. Let me let me draw my memory. Huh? Let's sing a song. What sing song? A song? I just want to go to chapter eleven and talk about S's reconciliation because I that love that. What chapter eleven? That is chapter eleven. That's what I'm saying. No, that no. This is chapter twelve, where Essie and him and and da- Danny reconcile. Is it? Yeah. Okay. All right, so let's Guys, just start. whatever see? chapter this is, let's start. So, <laughs> as you know, when Rashida reconnected with Danny and Rashida was just like, listen, open invitation. Essie right, is about to. <laughs> I'm sorry. Essie is about to. Oh my God, man. Like, can I'm I tell so you what? Sorry. Because we've been. We, this is not our first rodeo, right? <laughs> the fact that you don't even write the chapters. I did, but I wrote it at the wrong spot. So you can't write. <laughs> Maybe you and Mrs. Smith need to have a conversation. <laughs> no, clearly, because... Because what is that? No, to be honest, what happened is I actually didn't take enough notes because I was so enthralled in the book that I was like, oh, shit, I should probably write this down. And I was like, what chapter is this? And I think I did a little guessing work. To be honest, I tried my very best to put the chapters so at least I know what's going no, on next. No, normally I do that. You know normally I do that. Nor- if you take my notes for the other books, I chapter do that. eleven is the Danny <laughs> chapter, and it begins with a reconciliation. How does it happen? Well, you know, Essie is a Essie is a queen. She's an African queen. She likes to get her hair done. She likes to get Gold her Coast. nails done. She's trying to be like Rihanna. In these chapters, we find out that she's trying to be like Rihanna. She wants to be a hair and and beauty mogul. Mogul. Not muggle. <laughs> Mogul. That's exactly Mogul? what I was going to say, so I yeah. started laughing. No. Um, Her family's from Ghana. They, uh, and we find out that my girl's queer. Yeah, she is. She is queer. I because, love that. Um, Danny wants to give the Audre Lorde poem to her because yeah. she said when she was you know discovering her sexuality, she fell in love with Miss Audrey, Audrey, who is also a queer Yes. Um, Our Lord and Savior. Our Lord and Savior, Audrey Lord. Everybody reads Sister Outsider. I've never read that one. Oh, it's a collection of essays. It's pretty good. Um, And so, Danny walks into the nail salon. Essie usually comes here, okay? You know, she loves her little tipsy toes. And what happens? Essie looks at her and says, oh, Danielle. Wanted to see you here. You don't usually come to these ends. She's like, yeah, but like, you know. I like my, my stylist better. And then the person doing her nails, like. Which is kind of rude. Don't you. ever mention another establishment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because now they're going to, you know, do something to your nails. Anyway, they have a conversation. Essie is very, very open to like hearing our girl out. And they seem to be getting back into the old swing of things. And Essie is actually planning a hair showcase at the school. Because yeah. you know how. It's very important for us black people, culturally, our hair, our styles, and everything that have been appropriate by a lot of Kim Kardashians and stuff. So Essie's trying to bring back or share the knowledge about this is a black thing, okay? Don't you ever forget. And I think that's a really brilliant idea. It actually reminds me of Hair Wars, which I think is what that's they do what in she Detroit. References. 
Is it? Yes. Did you learn about this? I didn't know about this, but that is literally what Essie is referencing. She so says it's it hair wars. On. Hair wars. Hair wars. Is it like... It's a Detroit, Detroit, Detroit-based entertainment production company that promotes hair stars and models. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's like hair wars. That's what it is. And it so she wants to do wars. something a little bit m- smaller scale, of course, but in the yeah. school. And I think that's a fantastic idea. Um, and you know they get to chatting, and as just like, you know what, I want you to be one of my models. Of course, Danny is a little bit reluctant, but just like, no, you gotta do it. You owe the girl. So I'm glad that. I'm glad that the girls are reconnecting one by one. You know, Danny's going on her a little tour. And I... Apology tour? A little apology tour. She has to do it because you cannot just cut off your friends like that without an explanation or anything. And the fact that her friends have put their egos aside to welcome her back into the group and want her to be part of everything they're doing, I think it's amazing. Later on that day, um, Danny does something that I didn't expect her to do. She messages PJ and says, hey, like, are you free right now? I was like, oh, right. oh, you're right. This does happen. This is what I was forgetting. I was like, oh, are you free right now? He's like, yes. He's like, yeah, of course. I'm always free for you. What are you saying? <laughs> and, and so she goes over to PJ's house and the church ladies are at the house cleaning, cooking. You know, Sister Beatrice's mac and cheese is probably still in the fridge. Um, and Danny brought some books over for, for Mook. And these books are so cute. I only know these two, actually. <laughs> Do you know any, like, black? Oh, I yes, only know, like, hair three. Love. So hair, these That's are the most the popular one ones. He, he was reading. With hair me. Love by Matthew Cherry. I follow, yeah. I follow them on audiobook Twitter. Audiobook is by Blue Ivy Carter. Which I do not know that she read I, it. I remember knowing that, but, like, when they said I was like, oh, I forgot that she did that. Yeah. Um, and then the other book that she brought is Look Both Ways by... Someone Reynolds, I forgot his name, Jason Reynolds. I don't think I know. But that, that book in particular follows um, how I guess kids are dealing with different um, things at home, including like a parent who has like cancer or something yes. along the sides, which is very perfect for Mook because I think it allows him to give, provide more perspective Context, yeah. into what's happening around him. I thought that was such a sweet gesture. And this is the first time that um, Danny meets PJ's mother, Lori. And I think it's really cute The you know, Lori and, and Danny, they seem to be getting along, you know, she I seems mean, to the like him. Met, so. I, well, at first you can also be, trust me, you can also be cold the first time you meet somebody. Ooh. No, you can. But it seems like Lori likes her and everything, which is cute. Um, and Danny and PJ decide to go to, is it Coney Island? Coney Island. The it's thing actually is, when they said Coney Island, I was like in New York. <laughs> we're in Detroit. <laughs> and that that sounds confused because I was like, every time I've heard Coney Island before is in New York. I didn't yeah. know Detroit also had a Coney Island and that they had a Coney Island hot dog. Yeah, Coney Island hot on dog. And, um, and onions mm. and maybe cheese. Probably. Yeah, it, it's just like stuffed with stuff. <laughs> Hannah looked it up before this and she's not really impressed. well but she also hates food that looks excessive i feel like it already has the <laughs> dog but now you're adding ground beef on top yeah. so it's it you know it reminds me of a weeknight meal you know what i mean like hmm, what do i have in the fridge okay i got some buns okay i got some hot dogs okay, i got some ground beef mm-hmm, got some onions oh i know what to do i just assemble them all together and i looked at some of the recipes and some of them 
their ground beef is very saucy. And I said, have you ever had soggy bread before? Soggy bread's good with like a nice red sauce, though. Soggy bread? Yeah, it's nice. You dip it in, soaks up all the sauce. It's good. You're missing out, girl. Okay. So they have a Coney <laughs> Dog and a and Fago Pop. So I did not know, but in Detroit, they call soda pop. That's what they call it. I'm going to be so honest with you guys. I don't. I think I said soda yesterday. So I don't know what I actually call it. I think I call it both. Okay. I say both, too, because where I'm from, we call it soda. But then I also call it pop. So I've heard that Canadians say pop. Yeah, Canadians say pop. But And I remember being younger and saying pop, but I think now I, I go back and forth between soda and pop, but okay. mostly soda. Either or, it's a soft drink. Listen. Um, um, so yeah, they go on their cute little impromptu date, and they're having their Coney Dog and their Fago, Fago Pop. <laughs> And PJ talks about why he wants to be a DJ. I think this conversation they have with each other is really nice. It's mostly PJ describing like what music means to him. Mm-hmm. And then he talks about some of his idols, Questlove, D Nice, Swiss Beats, wanna be like Timberland. DJ versus- Khaled. <laughs> I purposely and I don't know why you have done this, Odilia. <laughs> I purposely did not put DJ Khaled into this list. And yet you still mentioned it. That did because not that age well, funny. did it? It was funny to me. I was like, DJ Khaled? I actually saw it, and I skipped over. No, okay. Ignoring his Palestinian heritage aside, DJ Khaled's not even a good DJ. (laughs) That's why it was funny to me, because he doesn't actually... Like, yes, he has good songs, but a lot of the songs are heavy carrying by the artist. Half the songs are oversampled. Like, yeah. Like, um, what's the song from Rihanna and Bryson Tiller? Wow, wow, wow. The power of Carlos Santana's Maria. Could the, never beat. The way it is yeah. lifting it up yeah. is crazy. Like, even um, even I'm thinking about Top Off with Jay-Z, Beyonce, and Future. Yeah. Carry, heavy carrying by those people. For some reason. Drake with Drake. Drake is carrying heavy. Like for some strange reason, the industry is absolutely like desperate to work with well, DJ, DJ Khaled. I swear he has their secrets somewhere. Oh yeah, he stores them because okay, like even think about it, like his biggest song is um, everybody can go up. Yeah, I forget he's the person who did that song. It's T Pain's song to me. Yeah, like it's T Pain. He's not that good of a DJ. I'm sorry, so. he's not. <laughs> Yeah, and I I purposely p- took him off the list because so I think I'm my shocked. boy was I think it's the Coney dog. It's it's still <laughs> it's sitting in his stomach with the pop. It's it's fizzling, you know, with the ground beef. It's not working no, well. You know, my boy already yeah. has an issue with his tummy with his tummy. So yeah. Questlove, I understand. Questlove is I didn't amazing. Know Questlove was a DJ. I thought Questlove was a full music because obviously I know him from the Roots, and yeah. then he plays in the band on the Jimmy Fallon yes. show. And obviously he's a music curator, but I didn't. I never considered him a DJ per se. He puts music together. That's what that's what DJs do. The curators of music. I guess I think because I just see him more of an artist than a mm. DJ. But it makes sense. But I, but it's clear that um, Crane's quotes Quest Love more. And, yeah, and it's more of his than like style. <laughs> DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. <laughs> um. Yeah, I could see you trying to skip over. I was like, we're not going to skip over the fact that you, DJ Khaled's name's in this book. Um, yeah, I saw it, and yeah, I actually just didn't write it in my list. Do you know what's funny? Because everybody kept asking, like, where's DJ Khaled? Where's DJ Khaled? Where's DJ Khaled? I went on his page. Mm-hmm. He's had his comments turned off since October 7th. <laughs> and he 
he's in the Bahamas or or Jamaica or somewhere now meeting people. He posts like twenty times a day. I would <laughs> understand that if you are somebody who's not from there at all, completely removed, I would have accepted you as just you know silence is complacency, complacency, right? But you are a full born blooded Palestinian. <laughs> Honestly. He said, I don't know her. I thought he was Moroccan this whole time. Oh, no, that's French Montana. <laughs> I was about to say, you're confusing, you're confusing them. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, you are a Palestinian. Your blood is Palestine. And yet here you are. Yeah, but have you heard him say baklava? <laughs> you know because what? Once you hear him say that, you're like, maybe you should not. Speak. That's not even a real Arab. Let's move on. <laughs> you denouncing his identity. He's not real. But I, I was also wasn't too shocked because he doesn't talk about his family or not. I don't know what happened to him and his family between Palestine and Miami. <laughs> I, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on that something's happened. But the Palestinians, they have the right to cook his ass. Yeah, they do. I, as a non-Palestinian, do not. But the Palestinians be cooking him. They, they cooking should. Him. You know, and I and they instructed me to cook him too. They instructed you. Yes, they did because I followed. We followed the Palestinian ad, ad, allies and advocates, and they said, "Cook DJ Khaled." I said, "Yes, ma'am." <laughs> I'm gonna do it for you. Exactly. Hundred <laughs> percent. Ally. Um. And he talks about how music transports people and how it digs into emotions and his ins- and his as- aspiring to be someone like Sway, someone like Questlove. Yeah. Um, you know, do interviews, make some music. Yeah. With, and, you know, actually, love. I think he'll be more perfect with... Sway is a little... I like Sway. Sway got the answers. Sway got the answers. How? <laughs> How, <laughs> Sway? I was thinking, like, more... That's why I said Apple Music. Because, you know, when Zane is what I'm on, thinking like, more. Yeah, it feels more intimate. It feels more like... Absolutely. Like an episode of something. Zane... Zane's interviews are always so good. Yeah, but you know, because it's behind that paywall, I don't see them often. But when I do see them, when they do have the free versions on YouTube, YouTube. from time to time, like I watch Rosalia's, I watch Adele's. Yeah. Uh, did he do Kendrick? I can't no. remember. Actually, he did do Kendrick about a while ago. Not this, not yeah. his recent album. And I thought that was really like I think that's what he'll be perfect at. Yes, because he he, he also talked about like. Um, the realities of black love yeah and he wants to actually really get into it and i think that's that would be that i think a better platform is like a, a pre-recorded apple music kind of yeah but he doesn't like apple music because so i guess on title <laughs> because our boy is so anti well title doesn't even belong to jay no more he yeah, stole but I think the he's company about the sound quality so I, I i get it from that aspect you know what this book taught me what djing is Yes, because when he goes in and he... I know, you know, yeah. we'll get to him. Um, And, you know, he's every time he talks about himself and his future and what he wants to do, he sort of, like, backtracks. He's yeah. like, well, you know, like, mm, if it happens, it happens. You know, I'm still here. And I like that Danny, in every single moment, says, mm-mm, babes, you dream bigger because yeah. you're going to make it. I think the way she reassures him... Because it's the way she sees him as well, right? In the light that he sees her... Exactly. Like her light for him is just as bright. And like when we get to the end of, okay, let's move on <laughs> because I'm, I'm I'm moving ahead too fast because he writes something that talks about him. Anyway, so we go, we're done, and we go back to you know PJ's home, and my boy Mook is getting cooked in Uno. Let me tell you one thing: <laughs> I don't care how old you are, 
this game is for all ages. Yeah. If you're six years old and you don't know how to draw, <laughs> I don't. That's none of my business. I can't lie. Uncle Ron was playing with some rules I didn't know. No. Well, I knew when you, you put stack. four, you can stack. Yeah. You have to. You have to draw like mm-hmm. eight. But that's the thing with Uno as well. Some of the rules are regional. Yes. So <laughs> you got to be careful who you're playing with. Yep. Um. Anyway, they're all laughing and having a great time. Someone turns the music on. They start dancing. Danny starts dancing with Uncle Rome. Uncle Rome. He puts on like Drake. Yeah. Or stuff. Oh, no, Beyonce's no, no, no. love on top. Yes. Because he this- doesn't want to dance with her. He's embarrassed. He doesn't know how to do ballroom. Okay. Like he's been doing it with her mom for a long time. Yeah. Um. Oh, and Roman and Miss Lori do a dance because, you know, I she know. used to, um, Prince had mentioned, like, the saddest part for Jerome seeing his sister like this because he knew her as someone who's outgoing and yeah. out there. And when you see that person, like, deteriorating, it's very hard. And, yeah. You know, she's like, okay, that's my physical therapy for the day, like, just getting up and, like, oh, my God. It was so sweet. Honestly, but. And they make dinner. Danny stays for dinner, and it was just perfect. It was and so Prince perfect. is like, "I heard her. I think she likes you. I heard her in the kitchen." He's like, yeah. "How can you even hear that?" He's like, "You gotta have an ear when you're a DJ." Fair and enough. I think that's how that chapter ends. Well, yes, for the yeah. most part, I think that night, um, Danny gets love notes volume two from yeah, my boy songs to ballroom dance yeah too. which is so cute and that night she writes a letter to bell hooks yes the bell hooks r.i.p bell hooks died did she not no didn't she not die last year Delia? and everyone was talking about bell hooks and everyone should go pick up her book she died last year nor this can't be yeah she died december 15 oh my god no december it's actually been more than that so she died december 15 2021 i remember that's when everyone went and sold right yeah remember no do you scared me because i thought myself what she resurrected (laughs) because i know for sure she died because we talked about it yeah we talked about it you know what i even wrote a really nice tweet about it you said go pick up. Um, I did say that. What yes. Is it? Uh, it's not all about love. I I said home. Yes. That's my favorite bell hooks piece. Exactly. Yes. And so that night, um, Danny writes a letter to bell hooks. Who her most iconic book is, of course, all about love. I've never read it before, but from what I understand of the book from other like quoting other people. Yeah, y'all loved it last year. Everybody was reading it, but I wasn't seeing the ideas implemented. Because the whole concept is about decentralizing men and other yeah. items in your life y'all and focusing even more. Oof, <laughs> and focus on self love. Some of y'all said self hate. <laughs> no, but it's true because that's why it's okay to have self help books. But how would she go get a proper counselor? A therapist, someone People to are spending four, five, six, seven years exactly. in, in, in school to come and help you. People, you Just guys said to nah. argue with them. <laughs> are you mad? I've got this book, crazy, it solved everything. It should help you do with realization, absolutely. Yeah, but um, how about after that? Exactly, how about that one? And yeah, so Letter to Bell Hooks talks about self love and you know, wanting to do stuff for yourself, be your, be your first romantic partner, and once you have that down to a science you'll be able to receive and give love much more easily because you're confident in your own um and she said I elements she was like i'm danny i'm worthy of love yeah like, and i was like you go baby girl and that's what i mean also like i can't imagine me at 17 reading bell hooks all about love never like what that's crazy 
and receiving the information at that. I heard about bell hooks when I was in university. Exactly, me too. So for you to be that advanced, crazy. It made Again. me start questioning. I was like, should I be giving my baby cousins like yes. bell hooks? <laughs> not not that, but give the. I'm telling you, we're gonna review this book at the end when we're done. But I'm telling you, this book is perfection. Oh no, this book is already going to them like today. Like today, they're this, getting this. Book. This book is so perfectly written. It's just. I wish I picked you up earlier. I wish it was made earlier. <laughs> I'm so. I think that's why I keep saying. I said I wish I had this book at seventeen. Yeah. I. It would have changed. Think about me. all the things you're being introduced to in this book. It's the, beyond the way knowledge. It made me feel, bro. But you know what? Also, I maybe at twenty six, I'm able to receive the information better. So I'm interested. Like I said, I'm gonna give it to my little cousins, and like they're at that age, how they respond so, to it. Yeah, I'm interested to see what they grasp from it when they read if they read it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and we finish off with our last chapter. The um, girlies are hanging out together. The girls are together. Oh, the, the Destiny's Child. Okay, Listen. Michelle Kelly and Beyonce, who's uh-huh. Rashida. Um, <laughs> so the girls chat about college. So who Michelle? Michelle is. I'm gonna say Michelle's Danny. Danny. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's more fitting to be honest. <laughs> I'm sorry, really. Well, Rashida well, is Beyonce. No, Mich- they can all sing. There's one thing that y'all need to understand about Destiny's Child. Let me just get into a little bit of a bag. Just a little bit. Those women can sing. Absolutely can sing. They can sing. They can dance. They do more than what any of our contemporary girls do. Absolutely. Way more. You put Michelle right now on stage, she's going to sing the gospel out of you. Oh, yeah. You're going to end up with beyond a holy ghost. <laughs> um. So the girls are chit-chatting about college. Um. You know, Essie's talking about how her parents don't really care. Where she goes, how far she goes. Yeah. Um, but they don't understand that she wants to be a global, uh, international star, international yes. businesswoman, like her girl Riri. Uh, Rashida is thinking about staying local. Yeah. Um, she wants to be able to run home if she can. Yeah. And Essie asked, like, you know, do you think PJ would come and MC at my event? And she's like, yeah, I'm going to ask. He would definitely love to do that. Um, and yeah, the, the girls are just, I love it. And they get to the, and before this chapter ends, um, the girls convince danny to set the date up because she was having doubts you know danny from time to time goes back in too much into her head mm-hmm. she was thinking to herself like oh like you know uh, we're so busy right now as I, I don't know if this is gonna work out whatever and it's like girl just like plan the date you know what i mean tell him like let's do stuff together and you organize it and yeah so danny ends up planning the their is it her last day yes and you know what last week when we started i said isn't Detroit the home of, like, I think I said go-go music, but then it's actually Philly. Detroit is the home. She did say that. <laughs> I couldn't remember, guys. I'm sorry uh, to the people of Philadelphia, to the people of Detroit. I'm sorry. I tried my best. You did. But anyways, Detroit is the home of literally of Motown. How we missed that. And I knew that. So when I read it in the book, I was like, how the hell did I not remember that? Like, hello. Okay. You you intake a lot of information. So, but it was it it was um it was amazing. I was like, oh right, like, and the fact that Danny's godfather runs the is related to Barry Gordon. And, I know. Or Barry Gordy, sorry. And um, let me say these names properly. I know I know some of y'all got shooters. Uh, <laughs> okay, who else you got? Um, She's not related to Smokey. No, but her 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 godfather's 
father yes. used to work at Motown. Yes. So he spent a lot of time there. Yeah. Um, you know, Motown is so rich with history. Like even we later still, on, like till this day, we still listen to Motown music. Yeah, I was listening to it as I was reading the book. You were? Yeah, I was um. only listening to jazz and um and old older music. Older so, music, Lord have mercy. <laughs> so like Motown, Etta James, you know. Yeah. Things things that have soul in them. I'm gonna say Motown music is what my father listened to a lot, and my influence and like ear for what is quote-unquote good music comes from whatever my dad was listening yeah. and he loves 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 motown music and so i just end up like diving into like marvin gay <laughs> don't don't mess with the influences of it yeah don't mess around my girl my girl my brother didn't know who the temptations were when I was it's not possible and i said yes you know this song and he's like oh and i was like he's what like, do you mean well, oh these people died when i was i was like okay Okay, <laughs> whether somebody is on this earth or underneath it, it doesn't matter. Influences, influence, and legacy is timeless. It's timeless, yeah. Like, anyway, we moved. So, um, Danny's gonna plan the last date, and she's thinking of doing a t- giving PJ tour of Motown Museum. This was my favorite date. Like, I love the yeah. book date, but it was nice to see. I think because I'm more of a Actually, I'm both. And you know what? I can't choose. I, I can't like choose. them both. I can't. Like, I can't choose. Two legends can coexist. You, you right, girl. You right. You Seriously, right. because every single date had its unique element that made me even love these characters more. I'm telling you right now, when I get a chance to go to Detroit, I'm gonna be around these places that they're talking about. I love Detroit. Detroit's yes. my hometown. Um, <laughs> I've been to Detroit when I was much younger. And but I see, don't remember much because you were so things. young. No, no, I wasn't that young. I was, I think I was their age actually. And you're with family. Yeah, I was doing immigrant and things, traveling. Trust me, like it's like going on vacation. I was actually in Springfield, guys. But we did go to Detroit for one day. We had really nice wings. The thing about planning <laughs> travels with family is that nobody, everyone wants to see something else. Nobody wants to see the stuff you want to see. Yeah, no, like reading the book made me go, oh, I need to go back to Detroit. I need to go to every single spot every single that is in the book. Like, I'd even consider that Detroit would have a Motown museum. I was like, why did my family think to do that? Um, yeah. But yeah, maybe I'll even have some Superman ice cream. That's what, You know what? From the moment I read, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to even try the Coney dog. <laughs> no, you won't. No, I won't. Anyway, <laughs> um, and so that's how these couple chapters end. How are you feeling, girl? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling Gucci. I'm feeling warm. I'm feeling fuzzy. And I can't wait to uh, talk about the next few chapters with ya. Um, yeah, I just, I love this book. Like, I know it's early, guys, but this book, like, I'm so serious. Like, the, whatever comes after this will be hard to talk. <laughs> I said <laughs> in the first episode that this is going to be my one of my top books of the year. Yeah, I agree. I I know that we're going to read other amazing books, but the influence this book has had on me, the impact, it's my one of my top books. I'm telling you guys, I sobbed like a baby. Um, I don't even know why I was crying. Like, it just really, it really hit me in a place that I... I know why you were crying. Oh, why was I crying? I don't know. We'll get into it in our <laughs> next episode, but I okay. know why you were crying. Um, but yeah. But yeah, it's so beautiful. It's beautiful. Like... And we know it's a YA novel, but like, and I was hesitant because it's YA novel. I thought it was gonna be a little corny, but this is this is some good shit right here. Like, this is good. 
Um, this I'm is, glad I have a physical copy of this book. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Um, it's definitely one like you know after you like a couple months or something you want to like feel fuzzy again you come back to revisit a couple pages yeah but um yeah it's just so good y'all should please 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 go pick it up yeah and miss ebony if you are listening please consider our idea all we're asking for is 10 pages man (laughs) (laughs) well maybe 25 i'm gonna say how about we just go out on the park and do like 300 pages a whole a whole ass sequel <laughs> how about you give us snapshots of their life like when prince gets to new york when they graduate their first big deals oh my god like can we get all of that i feel so proud i feel like i'm a big sister watching honestly i i need the rest of the story give yeah. it to me give it to me now no but seriously yeah <laughs> anyways but yeah thank you guys for listening if you've gone this far it's a little longer than we wanted it to be we really tried <laughs> but um yeah we'll see you next week bye oh one more thing don't forget to follow us on Twitter, oh my Instagram, god <laughs> and what's the other one tiktok, TikTok. Lit. um and you can also send us an email let us know what books you want us to read let us know how you if you are reading the book what you think about it mm-hmm. um at romantically lit at gmail.com or any of our dms and yeah and of course thank you for listening and happy new year once again you know as black people we gotta say happy new year at least seven more times um you need to do the first week after that we'll, no we'll girl into the year <laughs> um yeah and yeah just uh that's the, okay now i'm done for real okay, okay bye <laughs>